0: Let's sing it again. For the healing and the grace you're already releasing in the house tonight. Thank you because you are the one we adore. You are the one we adore. You are the one the reason why we woke up this morning. You are the reason why we are still standing in our right minds. I want to say to you be all the glory. As we sit at your feet tonight in this first session open our ears to hear you. Open our hearts to receive your instruction and cause someone to walk out from here, not just being healed, but becoming an instrument of healing to their nations, to the world, to the hurting people, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And before you sit down, greet somebody to your left and to your right. Say hello, how are you? What's that? Your name again? And if you don't know the person's name, so please introduce yourself to me. Hallelujah. Tonight, our fathers asked me to preach, or uh, may it preach, may it teach something on God your hearts. If you live in my space, you, you learn to be a military soldier and learn to be ready. But we thank God for the Holy Spirit. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, a very popular verse. We're going to read it in three verses. Um, Versions, let's start from King James Version, Proverbs 4.23. ICT, are you, I don't know where you are, probably there. Can we have Proverbs 4.23 on the screen? It says, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Give us another translation, please. Put away from thee, no, 23, not 24. Another translation. Which one is this one now? Revised standard. Give us amplified. And then you give us NIV. Okay. I think they have a mind of their own tonight. GNT, good news. Be careful how you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. Wonderful. Another translation. Give us amplified. Then give us message Bible. Keep vigilant watch. Over your heart, that's where life starts. That's Message Bible. Amplified or NIV, anyone you have, just let's have it. Keep vigilant, watch. Like being a guard. Over your heart. Because that's where life starts. If your heart is not together, your life can never come together. Above all else, guard your heart. For it is the wellspring of life. If you've ever known spring, you know that spring is free um, flowing water. So that's what your, your life, your heart is like. That's where everything about your life flows from. What does God mean? Number one, God means watch over. We saw it in the message translation, watch over. It said keep vigilant. Number two, God means maintain control. Maintain control of your heart. Don't be careless with your heart. Don't give your heart to any and anything. Number three, protect your heart. Your father, your mother, your pastor cannot protect your heart for you. Nobody can protect your heart for you. You have to be wise enough to protect your heart. Shield your heart. And number last for this evening... To God also means to screen. Be careful the things you allow to pass through your heart. One of the translations talks about um, minding your thoughts. They shape your life. Be careful the things you, you give permission to enter into your heart. And become things you, you think over and you ponder over and you make Um, part and parcel of who you become. Now we're living in a generation where it becomes very essential and necessary for us as young people to maintain control, to watch over, to keep vigilance over our hearts and our thoughts. When when I I was you people's age, at least some of you people's age, I know you don't know my age, but I know my age. Uh Uh-huh. When I, I was some of you people's age, the things you're dealing with now, it didn't even cross our mind. Take for example, never saw GSM, internet for what? Where will you get it from? The phone, I was telling somebody, day I think it was in, in, in Pels' outfit or something. I was telling them that the phone we had in our house had padlock. Some of you don't know what I'm talking about. It's the phone. You see it in films now. You do like this. You put your hand like this and to that. Go to zero, put it and turn it. Now when my parents are going out, they padlock it, so you don't get to use it to call until they come back. And God have mercy if they traveled. So the, the only thing you can do is to answer the call, but not dialing. But now you are living in a time where you have handset. The handset is so handset that it is mobile. To carry it anywhere, including the toilet. And some people have become... Some people, their handsets own them. They don't own the handsets. Because the first thing they do in the morning is to look at the handsets. They've not even said, Lord, thank you for waking me up this morning. Just, so it becomes more necessary that you see the need. And then information is flying left, right, and center. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the very ugly, and the gross... Now on your Facebook page, and you are not looking for nonsense, but nonsense is looking for you. And here you are, you say, let me visit my home, my, my Facebook page. The, thing, the first thing that appears, you say, for Christ's sake, what is this? So we are being bombarded left, right, and center. Per second, per second. So it becomes necessary that if you must escape hot in this generation, you must learn so, guard your heart. Look at your neighbor and tell him how guard your heart. Tell him it's a serious business. Tell the other person your whole life depends on it. There are five important things we can take home from this scripture where we are told guard our heart. Number one, guarding your heart means acquiring biblical knowledge in order to properly equip yourself so that you are you are in the most effective position to protect your heart. You must continually learn scriptures. You must continually learn scriptures. You must continually feed your mind with God's word. You must continually, you must know that learning the scriptures, reading the scriptures, feeding your mind, the scriptures is a lifelong thing it's not what you do when you come to church it's not what you do when your mama calls have you read the bible today i'm gonna read it now no you must love your you must want to become you must love your life enough yes to know that it is important no matter the degrees and the thermometers that you learn and you want to acquire and the things you want to master and the doctorate you want to get they are not going to shape your life. The life that others cannot see. That forms the basis of what others see become. Like the scriptures. Push your neighbor say you must learn the scriptures. No matter what else you learn. You must learn the scriptures. And as you learn the scripture. It shapes you grow in your relationship with Christ. After some time you can't hang on to your, your parents relationship with God. You've got to form your own relationship with God. God has no grandchildren. Everyone can approach him directly. Hello? Am I communicating? So you must continually tell your neighbor you must learn scriptures. And in case it's a big grammar, I tell you you must learn the word of God. Number two, guard your heart means knowing your weakness. Every one of us know, have weaknesses, whether you like to admit it or not. And some of the weaknesses are difficult to overcome. So in order to welcome, sir, clap for my dear husband. I need to clap for him now before I... Thank you, sir. Now, in order to guard your heart, you must know the things in your life that tempt you the most. That's what I mean by weakness. The things in your life that tempt you the most. Yes. Because those are the things the devil is going to use and try to break you and to hurt you. Those are the things the devil is going to use and pull you down. Don't be among those that live in denial. And you hang out with people, that is, it's my season. You know that if you don't like chocolate, no matter how people want you to eat chocolate, you, know, you say, I beg, waiting with this chocolate thing, self? Give me fufu. It's fufu I want. When I eat fufu, I know so I don't chop. Am I communicating? And the devil is not going to tempt you with chocolate if chocolate is not your sin. So you must know your weakness. Don't be too pr- proud to think, "Oh, I know me, I know myself. Some of you you have, you have a problem with the things you see. The things you see travel through your eyes, your mind. and long after the picture, you're no longer watching the picture. The picture is replaying itself in your mind. "Hello, let me see your hand if you know what I'm talking about. I know, pretend you're good at that, I know. Hello. Yeah. You must find out. For some of you know that you easily you like tall, dark and handsome men. Uh, Some like them fair. Some like them round. Some like them skinny. Now now you can't be You 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 can't just be hanging around. Some of you, when people tell you I love you, you you in fact you don't finish with that. Whether it's even a cockroach that says I love you, you say, Oh my god, I love me. Love me, love me, I cannot help myself. You have a weakness in the name of love. Love makes you crazy. Now, when the devil knows that. That area is your own wala. He will be sending people who will be telling you, I love you. Whether they know what they are talking about or not. Because some people say they love you and they don't know what it's all about. Praise the Lord. So you must know your weakness. Guarding your heart means know your weakness. So you, 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 you separate or you stay away from the things that, that easily, uh, you know, push you. Or easily cause you to sin against God and against yourself. Number three, guarding your heart means setting boundaries in all areas of your life that are clearly defined. You must set boundaries. God has given us their, their free will. But he also, that free will also allows us to set restrictions in what we want to expose our hearts to. Therefore, it's important that you set boundaries in your life that protect you. In which areas you need to set boundaries? In your thoughts. Some of us, our minds are moving, are moving movies. Need to memorize and crown this scripture. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal; kind of, they are mighty through God to the putting down of stronger. Everybody says you, you use less thoughts. Out in the name of Jesus, my mind cannot think nonsense. Bible says, whatsoever things are true, whatever things are pure, whatever things of good report, think on these things. So you say, say, no, I'm not gonna think, no, this, no, 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 no. And the Bible says, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Another area you need to set boundaries is in relationship. Don't just be friending, don't be a friend to somebody and you've not drawn the line. You must draw the line. This relationship, where is it going to? Is it going to the altar or is it just walking around? And when you set boundaries, communicate it, which will take me to the next thing. But let me, let me finish. Communic- set boundaries in relationship. Not this person, you call this person sweetie. this one sweet rat, this one sweet tomato, this one our peppermint, this one eda. All kinds of names. Set boundaries. When you set boundaries in your relationship, it will be difficult for your heart to break or to be broken. Am I communicating? Number three thing you need to set boundaries on, your feelings. That is why we're having some young people kill themselves. Why? Why should a person fail jam and kill himself? You just fail jam once. What of a person that has failed jam ten times? He should, he should bomb himself. Somebody took jam ten times and only passed at the tenth time and used that failure to sing a song. Now somebody fails jam. What is jam? And then you go and drink poison. How has that helped you? Set boundaries on your feelings. Before you know it, when you get married, if you have not set boundaries on your feelings, maybe your husband talks to you somehow because something else is in his mind. He says, hmm, I wonder what I've done. Maybe somebody else is trying to take my husband. Maybe the village people have told him that I'm not good enough for it." We have taken off. But none of the things you have thought about is the problem. It's just that you didn't start on time to set boundaries on the feelings. I need to set boundaries on the feeling. The other said, mind how you love. Some people fall in love like nonsense. Those, before here, hey, hey, love me. Everywhere you are falling, very soon who have anything to catch. Set boundaries. <laughs> set boundaries on your behavior. Set boundaries on your choices. Set boundaries on your attitude. Set boundaries on your on your on your desires. Praise the Lord. What are the three things that, will, that, will, that you should know about boundaries? Still on that boundary. Number one, learn your limits. It means understand areas where you need boundaries and define realistic steps needed to prevent areas where you have a tendency to make poor choices. Learn your limits. Number two thing you need to know about boundaries. Speak the truth in love. What does that mean? Learn to communicate to the next person your boundaries. You're in a relationship. Tell them, pump and plane. I don't do sex. Period. Now when they are touching, you say, nah, well, don't be touching me like When you touch me like that, I cannot go crazy. <laughs> you are crazy, in fact. <laughs> Set boundaries. Communicate. Communicate your limits. Hey. Am I communicating? Number three thing you need to know about setting boundaries. Respect your boundaries and those around you. Respect your boundaries. Respect the boundaries of those around you. Many people don't respect their own boundaries, and they don't respect other people's boundaries. I don't understand. You know, there are some things that doesn't make sense. A person is laughing, and you laugh, 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 laugh so much. Maybe it's a, a man, maybe it's a lady laughing, or a man laughing. Laugh, laugh, laugh so much, you hit your hand on the lap of the other person. How? What is the relationship between the laughter and the hitting of the hand on the lap? Am I communicating? When I was in university, I don't hug men. Yes! Oh, Sister Oka! The Lord bless you. Hand comes out. Because I already told myself, no hugging. I have some things in front. I don't want everybody to, to come in contact with. Amen. Am I communicating? Now here you are, brother, you become a hugging minister. Ah, sister, Oh, my powerful sister, boom. In a day, you have collected five. After you wonder why you can't sleep at night. I'm sorry. I should round up now before I misbehave too much. And respect people. When people say... No. She said, what kind of thing if you don't want to hug me? I don't collect handshake. Bye. Am I communicating? It's six o'clock. I don't like men staying in my house beyond six. Bro, come and go. Are you pursuing me? Not not really. But for me, no man stays in my house beyond six o'clock. Now, I grew up in a house. Where in our house. If you're a girl, wherever you go to. Except you went to church with your parents, you don't come back later than five. Boys, you don't come back later than six, except you went to church and they know that it is church you went to. I don't understand young people now that you stay outside like as if you are homeless. Tomorrow now it will be difficult for you to stay home after you are married. Because the things you do as a single person, you carry it into your, your marital home. You start from morning, you begin to walk out, waka, out, waka, out, waka, out, waka. You walk out from morning to now. You're not a visitation secretary. Oh, you like to work out. Now you marry a husband that is a headmaster, headmaster, and he says, "Sit there." He says, "Sit down, like seriously, sit down." I say, it, "It's like the man is from hell, but it's not from hell." The thing that we are trying to teach you, to tell, learn to sit down. No, you, 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 are just used to always moving. Now and it's difficult. Once you listen to tell you stand, you stand and begin to, i begin to, I'm begin to move. Let me behave myself this night. I'm beginning to misbehave. Am I communicating? Tell your neighbor, set boundaries. And tell your neighbor, respect my boundaries, please. Numberness, guarding your heart means feeding your heart things that will help you grow spiritually as a Christian. The things that you let into your heart will ultimately be the things that come out of you. Feeding your heart with things that will help you grow spiritually as a Christian. So what are you feeding on? What are you feeding on? If you constantly feed on the wrong things, the wrong things will keep coming out of you. Number five, guarding your heart also means letting go of things that hurt you. As important as it is that you feed your heart things that will help you grow, it's, al- it's, always, it's also equally important that you begin to let go of the things in your heart that hurt you. Whether you like it or not, if you live long enough, people will hurt you. Hello? Hello? Yes. But you can't take up a wrong position because of the hurt that you've gone through. But that is not my part. My part tonight is to guard your heart. Tell your neighbor, guard your heart. Why should you guard your heart? Reasons why you should guard your heart. Number one, because your heart is extremely valuable. Your heart is what? Extremely valuable. We don't guard useless things. Do you you guard the dustbin? Hmm? Why don't you guard the dustbin? The things that enter there are things you want to do away with. Praise the Lord. So we guard our heart because it's extremely valuable. The scripture read said, out of it flows the issues of life. Another scripture says, it shapes who you become. Number two reason why we guard our heart, because our heart is the source of everything we do. Solomon said, it is the wellspring of life. In the NIV version of Proverbs 4.23 that we read. In, in, other, in other words, it's the source of everything else in your life. Your heart overflows into your thoughts, into your words, into your actions. So you must guard it. Number three reason why we, we must guard our heart is because our heart is, is under constant attack always. Okay. Under constant attack. Mm. When when Solomon tells us in in Proverbs 4.23 that we should guard your heart, it implies that we are living in a combat zone. A warning with their casualties. And many of us are oblivious to the reality of this world. We have an enemy that is bent on destroying us. But we have to. So we have to be aware that once your heart is affected, your life cannot become again. Even in the, in the physical, if a person's heart packs up, will the person leave? I can't hear, will the person leave? No matter how beautiful your face is, if your heart packs up, there you go. Bam, it's over. The same way in life, if your heart packs up, you have no more motivation to move forward. No matter how intelligent you are, you can never do well. Look at your neighbor again and say, guard your heart. How can you guard your heart? Number one, as I conclude, set the word of God as a watch over your heart. Set the word of God as a watch over your heart. How? One, eat God's word. Jeremiah 15 verse 16, eat God's word. Thy words were found, and I did eat them. Don't just eat a good fufu and afang soup or rice and curry chicken. Eat a good dose of God's word. Enough dose to carry you through the day. One of my key scriptures in life um, is great peace. Have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Number two way you can guard your heart, love God's law, which is God's word. Love it. Love it. It's for your own good. Love it. When you love God's word, you will eat it. Have you ever seen a bottle that they rub oil around? Have you ever seen a bottle that they rub oil around? Does water stick to it? Hello? How many science students? i least in a little science if you use palm oil. Does water stick to it? In the same way. When your life is full of God's word, no hurt, no pain remains. It will come and goes off. But they say, how do you do it? How do I do it? The only way I do it is by feeding myself to be so saturated with God's word. That I have no room. And that doesn't mean that from day one, what we are teaching you, we could do it. We had to learn it. Some of us have known a little about what broken heart and brokenness looks like. But this is what helped us. Guard your heart. It's God's word. Number hide God's word in your heart. Psalm 119, verse 11. Thy word have I hidden in my heart. Hide God's word. Learn to hide it. You hide things that are precious. Let God's word become precious enough for you to hide in your heart. To keep your feet from sinning against him and from sinning against yourself. Number next, take heed to God's word. Psalm 119 verse 9 said, how shall a young man keep his way pure? By taking heed. Taking heed means obey. Do. Don't just have head full of scriptures. And none you're doing. Eat the word and do the word. Tell your neighbor, do the word. Say it like a believer. Say, do the word. Take heed to it. Obey it. Whether it's comfortable or not. One of the scriptures I love, He said that the commandments of the Lord, another word for God's word is commandment. They are not grievous. The word of God that you think is so hard to, is so hard to obey is protecting you for something you cannot see. And number last, which is where I'm going to stop tonight. Meditate on God's word. Psalm 119, verse 148. Spend time. Meditation talks of brooding, turning over. He says, my eyes prevent the night watches that I might meditate in thy word. Instead of staying awake in the night and counting the ceilings, put a scripture in your heart and be tumbling it in your heart before you sleep. Get audio Put it in your earphone. So, is it not earphone they call it? That's thing they put in the ear. <laughs> earphone, put it inside your ear. And let it be speaking. Let it be reading as you're sleeping. You're cleaning the house. Put the word of God. Let it be plain. Thy word was found. And I did eat it. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit. And they are life. You are made clean by the word of God. So as you listen to God's word, as you meditate on God's word, your heart is being guarded and is being protected and is being shielded. You're, you're, you are maintaining control of your heart and that which God had in mind for you to become, you will become. By your hearts and pray, Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Number two, say, Lord, from today, I take a decision to guard my heart with your word. Open your mouth and make that prayer. Please pray for yourself. I take a decision to guard my heart, to shield my heart with your word. I take a decision to eat your word. On a daily basis, I take a decision to obey your word. I take a decision to feed on your word. I take a decision to allow your word to guard and guide my steps. I take a decision to meditate and ponder on your word. Lord, we decree that your healing is present in this house. And somebody is set to become all that you want him or her to become. To you be all the glory, to you be all the honor, in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Glory, hallelujah. We are so glad that God's words from the mouth of God's servant has blessed you with wisdom, grace, and faith for a better life. We urge you to get more of God's words today. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. To get more messages from God's servant, please visit the Full Life Bible House on Sekakadrok Avenue, Uyo, Akwaibom State, Nigeria or any branch of Full Life Christian Center nationwide. You can also place your orders online as you visit our website www.fulllifefoundation.org God bless you. Hallelujah! We are so glad that God's words from the mouth of God's servant has blessed you with wisdom, grace and faith for a better life. We urge you to get more of God's words today because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. To get more messages from God's servant, please visit the Full Life Bible House on Sekakadrok Avenue, Uyo Akwaibom State, Nigeria or any branch of Full Life Christian Center nationwide. You can also place your orders online as you visit our website, www.fulllifefoundation.org. God bless you.